welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and I'm with Mary Alice Carpenter, a midwife and team member here at Baby Chick. We're here doling out no-nonsense pregnancy and parenting advice. We've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that we've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing pregnancy and parenting conundrums. Mary Alice and I have a little surprise to share with y'all. We're pregnant. And I mean like individually, not like we're having a baby together. That's right, Mary Alice is expecting her first baby and I'm expecting my second. We both have been experiencing a lot of different things during our pregnancies so far. So we thought it would be fun to chat with you guys during each trimester of our pregnancies and share with you what we've been experiencing and what you may expect from your trimesters. So here we go. Mary Alice, congratulations. Well, congratulations to you. (laughs) Can you believe that we're pregnant? I know. It's so fun to be pregnant at the same time. I didn't really expect this. I didn't either, but literally I'm, I will, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Like I'm so happy that we're both pregnant at the same time, but I'm a little sad because I'm like, oh my gosh, we both can't be at each other's births and like be there for each other. We're going to try. We're going to try our best, that's for sure. We're due eight weeks apart from each other. Yes, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But, y'all, I am still currently in my first trimester, and Mary Alice obviously being eight weeks ahead of me, she is now in her second trimester. Yay. And when this goes live, I'll have already announced, so I'll be in my second trimester by then, but... Since I'm kind of in the thick of it right now and Mary Alice just experienced it, I thought it'd be cool to kind of go over what we've been experiencing and share with all of you guys and also hear your thoughts and experiences as well. So Mary Alice, do you want to start? All right. Things to expect from your first trimester. I just want to say too, I've helped hundreds of women through their pregnancies and labors and births, and it is so different doing it myself. I told Aaron, my husband, I was like, this is like, I know what to do, but I don't really know how to do it. <laughs> like, right? I, know, I know what you're supposed to do, you know, when you're nauseous, but I'm not really sure how to manage this um, on my own. And so I had, and I had a rough first trimester. It was very, it was just so much more extreme than I was expecting. And the first thing to expect from your first trimester is extreme fatigue. I just had extreme fatigue. And I I just can say there is nothing like feeling tired. I mean, like there is no ter- feeling of tiredness like first trimester tiredness. I have never felt that before. And I stayed up for days on end at births. And I have been sleep deprived before. But this is like full body fatigue, like lay on the sofa all day long, tired. And I, I mean, I knew I was going to be tired, but I wasn't expecting it to feel like that. Yeah. I will say that I, I was definitely way more fatigued with my first pregnancy than I am with this one. I don't get me wrong. I am tired. Oh boy. Do I get tired at the end of the day, especially I just want to crash, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe I I don't know what I'm having y'all. So, and every pregnancy is different. I could be having another boy, who knows, but I'm not, I don't feel as tired this time. It may be just because like, maybe I can't be because I have a toddler. Yeah. I just keep thinking, I have no idea how I would do this. If I had a toddler running around, I would be a horrible parent. We'd be watching so much TV together because I like can't get up off the sofa right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, first of all, I mean, it's all about survival. So you're yeah. not a bad mom if right, that's what right. you have to do. So True. don't even think that True. if that does happen yeah. to your second, you know, the second time around. But like... I mean, it, it's hard to imagine, but I do think it's true. I've heard several people say that, like with their first pregnancies, they felt so tired. And with the second, it was like, you have a little bit more adrenaline. And I did feel that too. Like once I was doing something, like if I had a task or something I like really had to do, I would sort of like have some adrenaline and then I would crash after and right. sort of get done what needed to be done. But I think also, you know, we're in this global pandemic. We've, I've been at home like the whole pregnancy. And so I was working from home. I didn't really have any like outside stimulus to keep me going. And there was nothing stopping me from being with my laptop in bed all day long, doing my work from the bed, which I did. <laughs> and you know what? That's actually, I mean, obviously this is horrible of like the pandemic and what's going on, but how wonderful that you have the ability yeah. to be in bed and work. <laughs> Yeah. And I didn't have any like social commitments that I had to back out on because I wasn't feeling well because, you know, of the pain. I didn't have any social commitments to begin with. Also, I just thought of this, like how nice also that you don't have to like hide your pregnancy. Like, you know how people are like, oh, I'm going to see all these people. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to make sure that they don't find out like, yeah, well, they don't, now I we don't want them to know I'm not mind. drinking. Yeah. 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 And now we're like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. And by the way, I'm pregnant. <laughs> right. Yeah. I haven't had to do any of that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You guys, when Mary Alice was telling me about, you know, when she was pregnant at, or when she first got pregnant and that nausea and, and fatigue, my heart just like, oh, you know, broke for her. I was like, okay, I'm going to leave you alone <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> I just want you to feel better, which... I need to ask now, do you feel better now entering, you know, having been in your second trimester now? I do feel better now. I'm taking some meds. And honestly, if I skip one, I throw up. <laughs> um, and I'm 19 weeks now. So I think I'm maybe just one of those people who gets really sick. I don't know. Wasn't expecting this, but this is where we are. But I am feeling better now. And I definitely have more energy and I'm not on the couch all day. I, I like have a to-do list and I walk my dog and, you know. Feel like a person again. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, See awesome. y'all yeah. for listeners. If you're feeling that way, there is maybe some light at the end of the tunnel and it's okay to talk to your midwife or doctor and get some, some medicine to, to feel better if it's just nothing else is working. Yeah, for sure. I think one thing I learned is that next time I would definitely try that earlier. And I've, I've heard several people say that is like their first pregnancy, they kind of wait a little while, but then with the second, you're like, okay, what do I need to do <laughs> to manage this from the beginning? For sure. Okay. So do you, did you have like any weird or unexpected food aversions like in the first trimester? Yeah. Soup I could, or coffee or any hot liquid. I just automatic throw up like not, I just couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even put it in my mouth. Like I really wanted this like lemony chicken soup one day. Cause it was like raining and kind of cold. And I was like, Oh, that'll be cozy. No, like I can, I mean, to this day, I have not had any soup since the beginning because I realized it's just was not going to work for me. And I haven't been drinking hot coffee. I've been drinking iced coffee because I just hot liquids. Ugh, can't do it. Well, it's also yeah. summer, so that doesn't help. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's so funny because, you know, y'all, <laughs> I have been eating more soup <laughs> during That's my so pregnancy <laughs> than anything else because, like, when I first found out I was pregnant, I, you know, was eating 
everything and anything and it was fine. And then like six weeks and I was like, oh, because I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm going to eat all these salads and protein and all of this good stuff. No, 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 no. Like literally all I wanted was carbs and like everything awful for you because I looked at lettuce and I was like, oh, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. So I was like, oh, okay. But then, and then I would look at protein. I was like, that's too much to handle. Yeah. So, I had some protein uh-huh. issues too. Like, like I can do protein in stuff, but like a hunk of meat sounds like I do not want to like cut into a hunk of meat. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was like, yeah, I can't do that. So I've just been having a lot of soup. I really miss my sandwiches though. I've just been having peanut butter sandwiches whenever, you know, I crave a sandwich, but I really miss those, you know, deli meat sandwiches. Oh my God. I ate so much peanut butter in my first trimester. We went through like a jar of peanut butter a week. Cause I, for a while, like it's kind of sort of the opposite of soup. Like it's not that it was a craving. I guess that's not really something we put on our list, but obviously, you know, people have pregnancy cravings, but like the opposite of my aversion was that I wanted stuff that was like crunchy and cold. And I got really into apples with peanut butter. And I knew I was like, okay, at least I'm getting sugar and I'm getting protein. But then my blood sugar was kind of high at my first prenatal visit. And I think I'd just been eating a little too many apples and also not exercising. But I like that crunchiness and so much peanut butter because I was like protein, protein, protein. Yeah. Which is so important, and that's great. But yeah, the, the yeah, sugar, no, the it definitely is. I, but I also sort of burnt myself out on it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I just find that so funny how every pregnancy is so different, y'all. Like I remember with Liam, all I craved was protein. Like I just wanted, I wanted like a a thing of chicken. Like I just wanted chicken breast, and I wanted like I wanted meat when I was pregnant with Liam. But now. I just want like carbs. I want like spaghetti. I want pasta. I want just everything bad for you is basically, and I feel so bad. I'm like, oh, these are the building blocks of my child and I'm like giving it crap, but I'm taking a prenatal. So there's that. So yeah, (laughs) I make myself feel better. Your body takes from you what it needs for the baby. You know, you may be malnourished, but the baby's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, I try to remind myself of that. I'm like, eh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Okay. So all of this, you know, the whole food aversions comes with nausea. So yeah, Mary Alice told us, oh my gosh, tell us, tell us what women can experience though. Like, how would you describe this to someone else? There's just such a range of nausea. And I think that people know like, oh, of course, morning sickness, like you wake up, you feel nauseous. I I really expected to feel nauseous when my stomach was empty. That was like the big thing. Like everyone talks about that, you know, it's like, oh, don't let your stomach get empty, keep crackers. I feel like that's really common. And that, and it definitely was worse when my stomach was empty, but I was not expecting like all day nausea. And of course it got worse when I was hungry. And when I was hungry, I would dry heave. And I was not expecting that. I would just like not be able to stop heaving until I was able to eat something. But then towards the end of my first trimester, I started throwing up like it, mine changed a lot, but the nausea was for me so much worse than I expected, but there's just a really wide range. You know, there's hyperemesis. There are people who can't keep down anything who drink water and just automatically vomit it up, you know, and then there's people who just sort of feel like a dull, a light nausea, the whole time and or only when they're hungry or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then there was people like me, blissful with my first pregnancy, like hardly ever, never nauseous. And I'm so jealous of that old me. That's just not, not even right. I'm like, how did I get like that pregnancy for the first one and this one for the second one? Like I have a toddler to maintain like no, and a job like this isn't fair. So I think also feeling nauseous for that long or just feeling, you know, extra tired or, you know, having that like sickness and just feeling icky for so many weeks is so, that itself is exhausting. I mean, on top of being like physically exhausted, it's mentally exhausting. And I just remember at one point being like, this is just sucks. Like... I just did not realize how much this was going to suck for me. You know, now I'm feeling so much better. I'm feeling the baby kick. Like it's so, I feel it's like fun. I'm like, okay, I like being pregnant now that I'm not sick and the baby kicks and I'm like feel pregnant. But then I was like, this just feels like, this is like the sickest I've ever felt for the longest period of time. And that is really mentally draining. Yeah. And that can be really hard on anybody like you know when you're pregnant you're like I'm supposed to love this time I'm supposed to be excited and I'm actually hating this like I'm not enjoying it and that can be really just the guilt oh it builds up and and so we're sharing these experiences so that women can realize like just because you may hate pregnancy doesn't mean you absolutely love and adore your baby. Like you, of course you do. Like you would do anything for that child. But sometimes, you know, pregnancy will throw some curveballs at you that you just were not expecting and that you do not enjoy. But that's okay. These are temporary. Thankfully, we will not be pregnant forever. <laughs> now that the first trimester is behind me, I'm like, okay, I made it. That wasn't that bad. But while I was in it, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever getting pregnant again. This <laughs> 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 is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, definitely not fun. So for me with nausea, I will say, yes, at six weeks, that's when it really... Yeah, that's really when mine hit too. Yeah, yeah. I, I found out I was pregnant at like three weeks and three, three and a half weeks pregnant. And so I was like, okay, great. And at six weeks, I was like, oh no. But my nausea didn't happen in the morning. It happens in the evening, which I was like, what the hell morning sickness? This is not morning sickness. This is like, you know, night sickness. This is not fun. And my body knew like five o'clock, Hey, five o'clock's here. You're clocking out of your job. You need to feel like crap and take care of your kid and cook dinner and clean your house and die a little bit. So yeah, there's that. (laughs) I just, I, I had to lay down. I couldn't even stand up at that point. I had to be like horizontal and I couldn't look at my computer. I was like, I can't even, I can't think. I just, I have to like focus on my breathing and smell peppermint and drink like ginger, (laughs) ginger water, ginger tea. I was like, I, and I need to get through this. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's rough. But luckily it would go away for me when I fell asleep. Like, obviously I would be like, okay, I'm going to bed. Bye. And then I'd wake up and I'd I do, I would work out um, because I found out that if I do like activity in the morning, I will have that energy and feel good for a while, but then five o'clock would hit and it's like, nope, no, (laughs) no, you don't. Just kidding. Well, another thing that people experience commonly, and I think more people experience this than we even think is about, about a fourth of pregnant people spot a little bit in their first trimester. Yeah. 
And this can really scare a lot of women. They yeah. may think that, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm miscarrying. And which we totally understand that can be scary for anyone, but we want people to recognize that spotting and miscarrying are two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of spotting can be normal as long as it, you know, goes away and obviously, you know, things continue, your symptoms continue, then likely your pregnancy is still viable. Did you have any spotting, Nina? No, I did. I had my implantation bleeding with Liam and that just was a little bit, you know, for one day, but I haven't had any with this one. Yeah. I had one time, I think I was like six weeks where I wiped and it was like a little tiny tingy pink. And I was like, okay. And then I never saw it again. I was like, okay, I'm feeling really sick. I'm probably still pregnant. Now that you said that, I, I, I just remembered something, which y'all TMI, we're just going to be real with you. After I found out I was pregnant, maybe the next time that my husband and I got intimate, after I went to the restroom during that session, I did have like pink discharge and it was like a little, like kind of a little bloody. And I was like, oh crap, did I, but obviously I just kind of like irritated my cervix a bit, but I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to keep an eye on this, make sure it goes away. And it was fine afterwards. So that's why I totally forgot about it. As a midwife, when people call and they're like, oh, I'm spotting or I wiped and there was pink, the first question I always ask is, did you just have sex? <laughs> That's like the first question because it just irritates your cervix and your cervix is so vascularized during pregnancy that that, that is so common. Right, right, yeah. So spotting, you can just breathe that sigh of relief that, okay, that is normal. Nothing's wrong with my baby, but just obviously keep an eye on it and talk to your care provider if you think it's you know anything more. Okay, our next one, breast tenderness. Did you experience this, Mary Alice, as soon as you were pregnant, or did it happen a little later? It happened before I found out I was pregnant. It was like the first thing. I mean, okay, I will say I get horrible breast tenderness even when I'm like PMSing. Really, really, really sensitive. And so I think, and your progesterone levels go up right before your period starts, and your progesterone levels go up when you get pregnant. And so I think that my body just is very sensitive to progesterone and I get tender breasts when my progesterone levels are high. And at the beginning, I could barely touch my boobs. <laughs> like I could not sleep on my stomach, which I love to do. I almost started like wearing a broad, just like a little sleeping bra to sleep because just like rolling over and then like flopping one way or the other <laughs> hurt. So I definitely, I definitely had breast tenderness and I had a lot of first trimester breast changes that I wasn't expecting. Just like my nipples got darker and bigger and sticky outier faster. Like I kind of thought maybe that happened gradually over pregnancy. I didn't, I wasn't expecting it so early. Yeah. 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 I also think that your body especially your breasts. I was like, Mary Alice is going to be the one that like can feed a village when she gives birth to this baby. Like she'll have so much milk. It'll be, I think, insane. So that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) My breast changes were like, holy guacamole. I was not expecting this. They're just like ready to lactate. (laughs) That's so funny. I love it. Oh man. But you know, this is also funny. When I was pregnant with Liam, I didn't have any breast tenderness, like none, like nothing. But this one, oh man, yes, definitely my nipples are 
particularly sensitive. And I agree. I'm seeing more of those changes, like, you know, your nipples get bigger and, and like stick out more and they're getting darker and all that stuff. I'm noticing that more with this pregnancy faster than I did with Liam. So every time you contrast your pregnancy with Liam, I'm like, maybe it's a girl. Yeah. (laughs) And I know it's not helpful. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Because you know what, y'all, you guys who are listening, I will tell you, I know so many people who have had polar opposite pregnancies and had the exact same gender. So just we're not putting I'm not even gonna get but excited my brain about that goes there, like every single <laughs> time you say that oh I know I, I I my brain goes there but I'm like no don't don't even get excited about that I mean okay let me just say this to you guys I am excited for this pregnancy in general I have been wanting to be pregnant for over a year I am finally pregnant. I am so excited. I don't care what I'm having. I really don't. But this is going to be our last one. We're done after this. So would I like a girl? Of course I would. It would be so special to have a boy and a girl. But would I be like disappointed or sad or upset that I'm having a boy? Absolutely not. I just am praying for a healthy pregnancy. So if I say something of like, oh, you know, I'm not going to get my girl... It does not mean that I do not want a boy. Absolutely not. So I have to say that right here so you guys don't judge me on that. But I just keep telling myself, you're not that lucky, Nina. You're not going to, like, it's just not going to work out for you like that. It's it's going to be fine. You'll be a boy mom. You're going to be great at it. It's, you just got to lean into it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so that's what I was saying. With this one, breast tenderness, totally different. So... Yeah, but that goes with our with kind of our our next thing. You may not feel pregnant at all, or you may feel really pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, I yeah. think it's true. Like I think some people feel like, oh my gosh, I feel totally different. I feel like, whoa, like I feel pregnant. I feel everything. And I think other people are like, I don't know. For me, I just was like, I don't feel pregnant. I feel sick. Like <laughs> I don't feel like there's a baby. I feel like I'm just like I am ill. And then I kept reminding myself ill equals pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good thing. This is, it's okay. But I, but I also think, you know, some people just don't feel it's hard to like make that, especially before you have an ultrasound, before you hear the heartbeat, before any of those things, it's hard to really feel pregnant. And I, I just, I feel like we should tell people that's normal. You don't have to feel pregnant as soon as it, you know, you pee on the stick. Yeah, that's so true. I'll say with my first one, I knew immediately when I was pregnant with Liam. I knew the moment it happened, like I just, I felt it. I knew it. It, I, I just knew I was pregnant, but then I never had like any real symptoms afterwards. So I remember going into work and looking at you, Mary Alice and being like, I guess I'm pregnant. Like I, I know it happened and I peed on a stick and it says yes, but like, I guess this is just it. Other than me being really moody, this is it. <laughs> but this one no, totally, totally different experience. I'm sure with you, how do you, how would you, do you feel like, oh my gosh, my first trimester, yeah, I'm pregnant or I'm sick or I'm tired or how would you describe it? Well, I felt very different. I did not feel like myself, but again, I think I was just so sick that I was like, I feel ill. <laughs> like, I feel like just not me. I didn't feel like, oh, and I mean, I knew, obviously I knew I was pregnant. And again, I knew being sick meant I was really pregnant, but I don't think I felt I didn't really feel pregnant, not until I kind of started showing or I kind of started to have like a little bit of a tummy. 
And then also, since I'm a midwife, I have a Doppler. So as soon as I could hear the baby's heartbeat, I like listened over and over and over again until I could like as early as I could possibly have heard it. And then once I did, I was like, okay, now this feels more, you know, this feels more real to me. Was that not like the most amazing thing that you ever heard when you heard it? Yeah, it was awesome. Although I was by myself because I didn't want to like freak my husband out every single time. Like I was, because I was trying so early and I knew that like I might not be able to hear it. And so when I finally did, he was taking the dog for a walk. And so when he got home, he was in kind of a bad mood. And I was like, you want to do something that'll make you in a better mood? And I was like, I just heard the baby's heartbeat if you want to. (laughs) So that was really fun. That was a really cool feeling. How many weeks were you when you heard it? I was like eight and a half. Eight and a half. Oh, that's so amazing. But I couldn't I find it every time. Like even after that, I would like try again. I would like go a few days and not be able to find it. And then like a few days later, it was like if I had just peed and my it was sort of like pushing my uterus forward, I'd be able to hear it. But if, you know, if my bladder was empty, then or if I had like had a big meal, all I could hear were like stomach noises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was, it was quite early to be able to hear it. Oh, it's amazing. I love that. Okay. So our next thing, (laughs) extreme emotions. Oh man, y'all, if you've been listening to this podcast, you may have heard how not nice I was during my first pregnancy. (laughs) I wouldn't say not nice. You just, I think your patience was a little lower. Yep. I was a little snippier. So there was that. So yes, and definitely big emotions, like big ones. So yep. There was there was a lot of that going on. How are your emotions right now, Mary Alice? How's all of that going? Honestly, I haven't had that many mood swings or like I haven't felt overly emotional. I've had a couple of weird things that have made me cry just like out of the blue. I've always been like a big feeling person though. And I've always like, you know, I cry at commercials. That's not new. Like none of that is new to me. <laughs> um, you know, Google has some commercial and I'm like, oh, but when we were talking about getting a new car and um, my husband suggested that we look at the Kia Telluride, which, okay, logically is actually a really cool car. It's like best in class. It's actually really awesome once I looked at it. But before that, I just, for some reason, it just made me burst out into tears (laughs) and I couldn't explain why I was crying. He was like, what? Why are you crying? And I was like, I don't really want a Kia Telluride. And I just was like, like sobbing. And he was like, I don't understand. I was like, I don't understand either. I just like said that it made me cry. And I was like, I like really couldn't get a handle on myself. It was the most pregnant moment I've had, I think. That's that's kind of sweet in a weird way. Weird. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I felt so out of control of that emotion. I was like, I literally can't stop sobbing right now. <laughs> That is too funny. Oh man. Yeah, this this pregnancy for me, I feel like I'm a bit more in control of my emotions. I would say I'm very similar to Mary Alice. I'm a like very emotional person just regardless. So like nothing I I feel like nothing has changed. But yeah, when I was pregnant with Liam, oof. I was definitely a bit harder on people. <laughs> so I, I'm glad I'm a, a bit more chill with this one. So that's that's a good thing. In my first trimester, I was feeling something that I wasn't expecting. And that was, I was feeling kind of apathetic. Like I wasn't 
easily affected in terms of like, like if I would talk to people, like people would call me and be like, Oh, are you excited about being pregnant? Or how are you? How are you feeling? And I'd be like, I'm fine. Like, I'm okay. Like I couldn't like, I did like, didn't have enough energy to like feel anything. I don't know how to explain it. Like, and even my friends would be like, you just don't really sound like yourself. And I was like, I just like, don't even really want to talk. Like I was just, I think because I was so tired and so sick and just like throwing up all the time, I just was sort of apathetic. I was like, I don't really feel anything about the, like, you're telling me this story. I Like Aaron was saying that he felt like I completely lost my sense of humor. Like he would tell a joke and I'd be like, uh-huh, that's, that's funny. Like, but I don't have the energy to laugh at that right now. And so I feel so much more like my, you know, starting around like 14, 15 weeks, I just started feeling so much more like myself. And Aaron was like, Oh, I got my wife back. This is great. (laughs) Which is good because we're stuck in the same house together. So I would really like it to be you and not some like ghost of you. (laughs) And see, that's so interesting because I've never had that experience with either of these. And I I feel like I haven't heard too many people explain it that way. Yeah, I don't know. I was not expecting it. And I couldn't really control it. I just was like, this is just where I am right now. (laughs) This is how I feel. And I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, y'all peeing constantly. Can I just tell you about Mary Alice working with her? She goes to the bathroom all the time. She is very hydrated young lady. And I'm very proud of her for that. I'm drinking. I'm like sipping water in between talking right now. (laughs) Good. See, see, she's so good. And I told her that as soon as she becomes pregnant, she will have the bladder of like a baby squirrel and that she will need to be going probably every 10 minutes. So we're all curious. Is Was I right? Yes, you were right. <laughs> you were totally right. I also am another, it's like another thing to be thankful for during all this quarantine business is that I'm not really running any errands because I've thought to my, I've like gone to the grocery store and by the time I get home, I'm like dying to pee. And I really don't want to go while I'm at the grocery store. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if I was like out living my life, running normal errands, like, you know, for a few hours, I would be like going to pee going to the bathroom like constantly in public, it would be so annoying. And I think the biggest change for me is I never used to, well, not that I never used to wake up in the middle of the night, but I wasn't a person who regularly woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And now I definitely cannot sleep. I have not slept through the night without going pee one time since getting pregnant. Not even once. I'm always up at like two or three. And I like go when I'm getting ready for bed and then we like read in bed for a little while and then I make myself get up right before I fall asleep and go again so that I can like make it to two or three and sometimes I get up twice that to me is really difficult I I just wish I could sleep the whole night (laughs) well I wonder what it's going to be like in your third trimester like if you'll be going Time Me too. What because be everyone said it was going to get better in my second trimester because like your uterus comes out of your pelvis more. It's not like pushing on your bladder as much and it definitely has not gotten better. Yeah, but they don't know you like I do. They don't know that you go to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm sure in my third trimester I'll just be up like, you know, it'll be like, it'll be, get, be getting me on a baby schedule. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I told myself. I, with Liam, I slept through the night until like my third trimester. And then my third trimester, I would wake up once, maybe twice to go to the bathroom. And I just told myself, well, you're going to have to do this with a baby. So, you know, this is just your body. Yeah, exactly. What about this time? Have you noticed any increased urination? 
this time, just a, like I've been able to sleep through the night, but just a couple of times I've had to get up and, and go to the bathroom. It's really when, so I take my prenatal vitamin y'all at night. So I take like a big old drink of water, you know, like a glass of water with it. And that's when I'm like, Oh, maybe I need to lower that or take it a little bit earlier, not just immediately before I go to bed. Cause I was waking up having to go to the bathroom. So I've spaced out. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going to take this a little bit earlier. So hopefully it empties my bladder a bit more before I have to go to bed. Because I, I need my sleep. Because Liam does not. I have to have every bit of energy. Like I will. I will. Uh. Uh-uh. I. I don't think I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Let's see. What's our next one? Acne. Acne has been the bane of my existence. What? You don't have that pregnancy glow, Miriam? No. I <laughs> am. My whole chin is like covered in blackheads. I have, and I am like a skincare junkie. I love, I love skincare. I had really bad acne when I was in college and I got really into it. And I had like, literally, I, I mean, I got married like nine or 10 months ago and I had perfect skin and then I could put anything on it and it would look great. And I just, it was perfect. And ever since getting pregnant, I just have had hormonal acne on my chin and it's definitely better than it was in my first trimester, but it's still bad. And I just, I just don't think it's going to, I've just resigned myself to it. But I have heard that, that, or not have heard, okay, this is not based in science. Anecdotally, mid old wives tale, people say that if you're having a girl, you have, you know, worse skin during pregnancy and I am having a girl. So I'm like, maybe that's why. And I yeah, guess your estrogen, I guess that's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I was going to say with, with Liam, I didn't have any acne issues at all. So my skin was normal. Again, I just, I didn't really feel like I was pregnant. I just was myself and it was great. And I just was growing a baby. It was, it was awesome. But this time, no, no. Now I'm, I just have little pimples like popping up on my forehead, a little bit on my cheeks. But the next thing I'm going to bring up that I found, gosh, like a couple days ago, y'all, like this size of a my pinky finger, like the you know fleshy part of my pinky finger, patch of melasma on my right, like on my right cheek near my jawline. I was like, "What is this? This is not cute." what? And I immediately knew what it was. Cause I'm like, you know, uh, what? I knew it was melasma. What's the other term that people call it? Mary Alice, people call it like the mask of pregnancy. A lot of people That's get it. it up on their cheeks, like kind of between like on their cheekbones or next to their nose across the bridge of their nose. Yeah. I've had some people on their forehead too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but mine's right here and I'm like, Oh, look at you little red patch of dry skin. Aren't you fun? So lathering that up with oil, but wait, yours is red. Usually it's kind of brown. No, mine's red. It's like pink, pinky red. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's real fun. So I'm like, oh, you're new. Hi, friend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's that. There's that. So yes, not all of us get that like pregnancy glow. I feel like people told me with my first pregnancy, like I was glowing. I got that a lot more. 
I'm not getting that with this one, but I'm not really seeing anybody <laughs> to be frown, to be honest. Like I'm not really seeing that many people now, but yeah, I'm not really getting that vibe this time around. So there's maybe I'm just also more tired. Who knows? Whatever it is. Well, tell them about the other fun thing you've noticed this time around. Oh, y'all. Okay. So we're going there. We're doing it. So (laughs) discharge, you know, it can happen. I didn't have any really of that at all with my first pregnancy, but hello, Dolly. This one's all different. I was like, what is this going on? (laughs) There is too much of this. Um, So yes, experiencing a lot of discharge and changes. I will say it has like slowed down, but oh my gosh, especially like in the earlier part of my pregnancy, I was experiencing a lot of that. So that was, that was different. I used to work with a midwife who always said, when you're pregnant, you have more of everything. More feelings, more tears, more sweat, more discharge. And I, it is true. I have not had like any discharge at all. I feel like, nor, like everything down there is just normal, but I am definitely sweating a little bit more. I mean, it is the middle of summer and we live in Houston, but I can just tell, like, for my own body, like, even being in the house, like, I just feel a little stickier. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't think I'm sweating any any different. I don't know if I did that with Liam either, but maybe I'm just not paying attention. I don't know. Or also, I'm just not going outside at all. There's that. Yeah. It's really hot outside. <laughs> Liam will be like, outside? Outside? I'm like, yeah, no, let's not. Let's go in our, your playroom. Like, this is, that sounds awful. It's way too hot. No. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that's why I'm very grateful to be having this baby in the winter. Oh my gosh. Because yeah, have, being super pregnant with him and having him in October. So I was like third trimester, like August, September. Oh, it was just so, so freaking hot. It was too much. I Yeah. So not this time. Nope. Well, have you had any trouble sleeping? Yes, but no. Like sometimes I'm so, so tired that I just conk out. And last night was the example. I fell asleep on the couch while I was working, woke up two hours later and I was like, cool, I need to go to bed. But the night before I woke up at 4 a.m., could not go back to sleep. And and so I, I've been having that kind of like off and on, like cannot sleep at all. My brain just won't shut off. But then the next day or so, I'm just so tired that my body's like, okay, shut down. What about you? No, I haven't had any insomnia, but it's really common. Yeah. Thank God you don't have insomnia. Yeah, though. no, I'm thankful for that. I've just been able to just sleep. It's good. Grow a baby <laughs> and sleep. I need That's sleep. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> All oh right. I think with this next one, Mary Alice, I feel like I could answer this one maybe for you. Okay. So we're going to talk about constipation or diarrhea. So you are extremely hydrated. So I feel like you probably have zero constipation going on. Yeah, I haven't been constipated. At the beginning, I had a couple of days. But I mean, to me, it's all wrapped up in like the first trimester, everything just slows down. Like your digestion just slows down so much and you get so bloated. And I was so bloated and I feel like, I just had a couple of days of constipation, but definitely I am really hydrated and I wasn't always moving around, which also helps with that. And I wasn't doing a whole lot of moving around, but 
I don't know. I would have like, con- I'd be constipated and then I have a couple of days of really loose stools, but it only happened a few times and it wasn't like an ongoing problem for me. That's good. That's good. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thankful for that. I, yeah. I, I've had, so with my first one, no constipation really, but this one, yes, I have had that. And so again, I think it's because I'm going, going, going that like I eat scraps and I drink when I can. Cause if I'm not like getting my son up and ready and entertaining him or working or whatever, I'm like, oh yeah, you, there, you have to take care of you. Nina has a hard time remembering to drink water. <laughs> Pretty much. You just do. I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm, if I don't have a cup of water with a straw next to me, I'm like having a panic attack. Cause I'm like, oh, I feel dehydrated just because it's not here. <laughs> I don't know why. I that's just how I am. And and yeah, it's so this time I have had a bit of that, but I really need to like nip that in the bud because that's just not fun. But bloating, holy moly, y'all. It's crazy. I oh my God. It is just ridiculous. And I always knew, like, okay, this is your second pregnancy. You're gonna show a lot sooner. Like with, you know, subsequent pregnancies, you sh- you show, you know, even sooner and sooner and sooner with each one. And I get it, but oh man, I'm like, I already look pregnant. What the heck? Like, no, you're not, the world's not supposed to know this. So flowy dresses and like loose fitted stuff are my friends. But yeah, the whole bloating thing, that's. Yeah, it's real. That is real. Something, that's for sure. But okay, Mary Alice, before we kind of sign off, do you have like any just words of encouragement or after sharing all of these wild experiences, any, yeah, just final thoughts for our listeners? I think you just take it day by day. You just get through first trimester. You only have to do it once for this pregnancy. And you just you just get through it and then you'd be glad that you got through it. <laughs> and and you just also do what you have to do. I think like just don't be too hard on yourself if you lay on the couch all day or if you aren't feeling excited because you're feeling sick or you just have to give yourself some forgiveness, give yourself some space to just experience what you're going to experience and just know that it's going to end. You're going to move on. There's going to be a new, more exciting thing on the horizon. Amen to that. Y'all, who knew so much was going to happen to our bodies even so early during pregnancy? We hope you all found a little bit of relief and humor from our experiences. As always, we like to hear your thoughts and are curious if you had any or all of these first trimester experiences and if there is anything else that you would add to the list. We'd love for you to share them with us on our Facebook page where we'll be posting today's episode. We'll also be answering everyone's questions in the comments. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast, wherever you listen to podcast and you can also follow us on facebook instagram and pinterest at the baby chick and of course visit our website www.baby-chick.com for more